It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. WSFM. Good morning, Starshine. Right now, by the miracle of recording, we're going to go to a recent Sunday morning service in the which two precious little girls were singing. Good morning. Good morning. It's their answer to the ridiculous theory of evolution. Miss Keller. Amanda. Amanda. Oh, my God. Uh, Am I going to see Jonesy? Sorry, I've been drinking beer. I need Julie to put a jacket on. Jemma. I told you two hours ago. That was an ordeal. Let's start wearing lipstick. I'm doing a red. Josie and Amanda, you're doing a great job. Hello, Congratulations, man. We're on the radio right now. But is it you can't face? What a great legendary pirate, Jonesy. You are a crap. And Amanda, the actress. Here we go. I will no longer be pursuing. A really good poo. We're mashed. Come here, Nikita. Wow, this is fantastic. It's a disgrace. What to face? It's a disgrace. And so we're on the air. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Hello there, Amanda. How are you today? I'm very well. I feel like today is Monday. I don't know where to put myself. It's strange, isn't it? Yep. It's uh, Friday. Having a, a day off on a Thursday is unusual. I'm grateful for it. We've been back at work three days. I mm-hmm. need a rest, obviously. That means next year, Australia Day will be on a Friday. Oh. And the next time, mm-hmm. well, the, for the next few, we'll get the Monday off, won't we? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Not the next few, but then. Yeah, because yeah, Saturday we'll, you'd yeah. get the Monday yeah. off. Sunday you get the Monday off. If it's on the Monday, you get the Monday off. Yep. Wow, life is great. Rich pickings. <laughs> rich pickings. Rich Hold pickings. on, people. A great long weekend is yeah. on the way. Yeah, there's nothing worse when Australia Day's on a you know, Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. Well, but Wednesday, I'm sure people go to work the days in between. When it's yeah. Thursday or when it's Tuesday, employers must go, you know. know what? Oh, someone's going to come over all sick. You tried it on this morning. You rang me. Oh, I'm like, Mr. Jonesy, I'm not. Mm. Not well. And what Get did you say? Work. Get in here. Get into work right now. Yeah. Get on that microphone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. And I said, all right, I'm here and I'm ship-shaped. You are ship-shaped. <laughs> well, you're a shape-ship. I'm a shape-shifter. 101.7 WSFM. Hello there, it's Jonesy Demand. I can't believe he's dead. George Michael is dead. You know, just when we thought the year last year couldn't get any worse, George Michael passed away. Did you know that Jerry uh, Ginger Spice, yep. Jerry Halliwell, had a baby? and she, The headline was she'd named him after George. So I thought her baby's going to be called George Michael. Yep. Well, she's done the sneaky thing. Oh, it's named after him. She's put that name in the middle. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's Hec- Montague George Hector and then the surname. So he's just, so, it's one of the many names she's called. The kid's called name's him. Montague. Monty. Montague, Hector, George, Montague, Michael. George. So at least George is further up yeah. the line than Hector. Hector's going, hang on a minute. Right, you okay. said you named him after me. That kid's going to get a head flushing, I tell you right now. No, Monty. 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 
Yeah. Yeah, I like Monty. And uh, she had a baby the same day as Baby Spice had a baby. When Baby Spice was born, so was Jerry. No, not Baby Spice was born. Baby Spice had a baby. Do all the Spices have babies now? I think they do. Well, they're women now in their late 30s, aren't they? Mm. Early 40s. They're now all Old Spice and Lost in Spice. They don't talk much about her. We'll have to get them on a spice rack. (laughs) They've all had those as well. Have you seen the baby wet lately? It's 14 to 6 with the news is fit to print. We say good morning to Sarah Forster. Hi, Sarah. Good morning, guys. What's happening? Well, Australia Day celebrations in Perth had to be cancelled after two people died in a plane crash there. It was a stunt plane that stalled and crashed into the Swan River horrifically in front of crowds of tens of thousands of people who had gathered hoping to celebrate. In terms of our Australia Day celebrations here in Sydney yesterday, police say overall we were very well behaved. Not too many arrests had to be made at all. There was a man who was charged following the protest march in Redfern. He will face court next month on charges including malicious damage. A Mexican standoff for Donald Trump this morning. The Mexican president has called a meeting with President Trump off because of a dispute over who will pay for the border wall. And this all played out over Twitter. So there's modern day diplomacy mm. for you. <laughs> well, what actually was a Mexican standoff again? Uh, the original term, yeah. You mean? It, it, it was like. I don't know. I've, uh, I've forgotten. It's a nice cliche. Yeah, so yeah, 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 everyone yeah. says it, but I've, I've forgotten what it was. But this is true sense, isn't yeah, this it? Is it true involves sense. Mexico. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it looks like we've gone back in time at the Australian Open after both Williams sisters won through to the final. Roger Federer now there. He beat Stan Wawrinka last night to make it through to the men's. And tonight, Rafael Nadal playing Grigor Dimitrov. So if we've got Rafa and, and Roger Federer and the Williams sisters into mm. the um, Australian Almost Open. Almost names we can right. pronounce. It's so some, old school. I've just got some breaking news on a Mexican standoff. It's a confrontation between two or more parties in which no participant can proceed or retreat without being exposed to danger. As a result, all participants need to maintain the strategic tension. Is that like sexual tension? With Donald Trump, probably not. 101.7 WSFM. Hello there, it's Jones. You're at 28 degrees. Our expected top today. Right now it's 21. No, we're going to have our meeting? Sorry, I thought you were going to say so. No, you ended the sentence in an upward inflection. I didn't know I was talking to a radio insider on Wednesday night. And I said, what, what do you think of this segment of Amanda's before they had that, she had that horrible thing? Where this she, isn't my segment. This well, is a meeting. Yeah, I know, but you got the silly sound effect. And Excuse me, you're talking about the Bundy. And he said he likes the Bundy clock more than the ledger. Let's and he's a radio it. professional. Jonesy, are you here? Yes. Oh. Elvie? Here. Adam? Here. Posty? Here. What have we got today? Is there another sound effect of radio switching off as oh, well? Oh, I know, but what I can hear is Shoot a giant him. curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Manu's coming in today. Easy. Um, yep. I was hanging with Manu on Wednesday night and his mum and dad. I was there too. Yeah. Well, good on you. Why don't you two all just get a room? <laughs> we did. We're okay. all in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> of course, my kitchen rules kicks off on yeah. Monday, Monday night. Amanda couldn't come because she's with another network. Well, I'm happy to talk ab- about it, but I, sure. you know, it's a, the big show that's up against the Channel Ten Jungle Show. So I, you know, have to be careful where my visage <laughs> yeah. is seen. I know. Every, <laughs> you've got to watch where your visage is seen. <laughs> Don't watch just any old person sitting on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that sounds excellent. Adam, anything from you? No. Posty? No. Good. Look at Posty tittering away in the background. Mm. That's all right, it. let's all bundy off together. Go. <laughs>
Well, hello there. The day after Australia Day. Everything uh, seems to be going well. You know what? Today, or yesterday, marked my 27th anniversary of commercial radio. So your first job was where? 6K, Carantha, Western uh, Australia. So tell me the story. You'd written off, uh, you'd, you'd, you'd done some community radio, mm-hmm. you decided you wanted to do it full time. Yep. So you sent cassettes to a whole lot of places. You ended up in the far reaches of northern Western Australia. Someone said, a lot of people said, if you send a tape to Carantha, you might have Tourette's and a stutter. You'll get a job there. Mm. So and what shift did you do? I did nights, six till midnight. Oh, and were you any good? Uh, well, I thought I was, yeah, I, was I, think, I thought I was pretty good at the time. You were brilliant. I've I got a snippet of it here. This is you in your first radio job. We love you. That's OMD on Northwest Radio. Also, Huey Lewis in the news. It hit me like a hammer from Hard at Play. Uh, having a look at the Tide Times, thanks to K Marine and Smoky Sports Store, if you're planning out on heading out on the water today. Uh, low Tide in Dampier, Cape Lambert and Port oh, Hedland okay. will be at 20 past 8 this morning. No more. That oh, will more. drop to 1.2, 0.9 and 1.9 as a metre. High Tide will be at around <laughs> quarter past 2 this afternoon, reaching 3.5, 3.9 and 5.6 metres. Wow, that's amazing. Big tides over there in Western Australia. You've got a touch of the Bert Newtons, yeah. yeah. H- h- the tides. And as back in those days, you, you didn't use any diaphragm when you spoke. It was all. It was just all out of your out of your throat. Yeah, so, yeah. sound a bit breathy. Now, like you know, you're a little bit Alan Seal. Oh, okay. Look, what is Apart this, from that, is it's this brilliant. A, is this a critique? Well, twenty-seven years later, yes, it is. Thank you, Amanda. I'm glad you found your way here. We have the Magnificent Seven. We have seven questions. The first question is going to David in North Strathfield. Hi, David. Hi, guys. How are you? Very well, thank you. What event occurs in the Chinese calendar tomorrow? Uh, that'll be Chinese New Year. Yes. Name the female singer who isn't very impressed with rocket scientists, Brad Pitt, or car enthusiasts. Oh, I've got no idea. Sorry, guys. Oh, Dave. Yeah, that don't impress me much. Mm-hmm. Dave's lack of knowledge here. Jackie's in Ingleburn. Hello, Jackie. Good morning. How are we? Very well. So, there's a female singer, and in her song, she says she's not impressed with rocket scientist Brad Pitt, car enthusiast. Who is she? Uh, I can hear her singing. I just can't think of her name. Uh, That's what we're after, sadly. Paul's in the Blue Mountains. Hello, Paul. Hi. Hi, Amanda. Jamesy. Let's see if you can put us out of our misery. Name the female singer who isn't impressed with rocket scientist Brad Pitt or car enthusiasts. Uh, Shania Twain. Yes. Okay. So, you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Who played Rose in the TV series Golden Girls? Uh, Rose. She's still alive, Uh, still going strong. She's Um, she's in a few movies, wasn't she? Um, Well, not really. Well, she's sort of famous for just being a great survivor. Yep. Sorry, I haven't got that one. Let's see if Jim in Springwood knows. Hello, Jim. Yep. Hi, Jim. Who played Rose in Golden Girls? Uh, that would be Betty White. Yes. What is the second largest state in the US of A? Is it A, Alaska, B, California, or C, Texas? What's the second largest? Second largest, Texas. It is Texas. You, know, you yes. know your stuff, Jim. Question five. What does BFG stand for in the Roald Dahl novel? A big friendly giant. <laughs> <laughs> but the new sort of WTFs and things, I was wondering where we'd go with this. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. 
The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Who started serving as Prime Minister of Australia in 1996? Uh, it was Kevin O'Seven. Who was before him? Um, uh, Howard? Yeah, John Howard. Gee, which oh, brings gee. you to question number seven, No Jim. pressure. Who is Serena Williams playing in the women's singles final? Oh, her sister, Venus. That's what about it. That? Who's going to win out of that? Well, what does the mum do? Where does the mother who, who put herself? She, who does she go for? Who I'd go back to who gave me a better Christmas present and I'd go for them. Congratulations, you've won the jam pack inside a family pass to Sunset Cinema at North Sydney Oval. Tickets from sunsetcinema.com.au. A double pass to Peter Garrett and the older egos at Twilight at Taronga. And Jonesy and Amanda Carrick to choose for you to colour in. And some state of the pencils. Back to you, Jim. Cheers, Jonesy. Thanks very much. So I just finished reading this book by Joe Hill. And it was called uh, The Fireman. And it's this massive, massive book. I've got the calendar. The Fireman. And it's about all these people in a post-apocalyptic world and half the people are carrying this spore that makes them spontaneously combust. And I'm reading this book and I'm thinking, you know what, this book reminds me of Stephen King's The Stand. It's pretty much the same premise, except the people in The Stand had a cold. And then I find out Joe Hill is Stephen King's oh. son. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's just ripping off his old man's work. Oh. <laughs> what if Steve knows? Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, exactly. But didn't you also say that you've given up on Steve? Yeah, because Stephen King lost it years ago mm. and he writes just dross these days. Well, he's, he fell down a hill and things didn't, haven't been so good for him. So I think since yeah. then his writing well, is not... fallen off motorbikes and... Yeah, your novels are dreadful. Look at me, I'm on fire. Your son doesn't even bother copying yours. I haven't spontaneously combusted, <laughs> but in the sense. I want to flick through the Jalmanac, a big book of musical facts. Oh. On this day in 2015, mm -hmm. British singer Sam Smith officially gave writing credits for his 2014 hit song, Stay With Me. You know that song. He gave writing credits on that day to Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne. Now, do you remember the song, Stay With Me? Oh, won't you stay with me? Love Great song. song. Cause you're all I stay With Me was nominated for three Grammys, had just been awarded Song of the Year... But it seems Sam Smith achieved such success <laughs> by borrowing a little bit from Tom and Jeff's hit, I Won't Back Down. No. Well, I won't back down. Whoa. No, I won't back That's very down. familiar. One of them is singing through his nose. <laughs> Let's compare the two songs. Oh, won't you stay? Yeah, right. Put them together. No, I, Here we are. Oh, won't well, you It's the worst mashup of all time. That sounds terrible. Some of the Triple J's have driven off a cliff. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought they were that similar, but when Tom Petty's lawyer contacted Sam, Sam was pretty quick to get it all sorted out. They made a, uh, a deal, 
outside of court. Mm-hmm. Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne were giving twelve were given twelve and a half percent writing credit. And they made the deal just outside the court. Just they? out the front. They just stood out just front. out the front. Let's not go in. Let's just do it here. <laughs> Forget those big wigs in there. So there you go. That's a lesson to everyone. Tom Petty won't back down. Let's play the version with the nasal singing. Oh, yes. Hello. Oh, look who's at the door. It's HR Lady Carol. Hello, you two. I'm here to make sure that you're here. Yesterday was a public holiday. I just want to check that you're here. Are you here? Well, I'm here. And I'm here too, Carol. All right. There's you and there's you. That's a nice skirt you're wearing today. I beg your pardon? That's a nice skirt. Skirt, the colour really suits you. It's quite flattering. Where do you get off talking to me like that? I was just saying I like your skirt. Okay, and you've said it, and you've said it again. I will not be harassed by the likes of you. Carol, he was just saying that your legs look good. And now you, two of you, in my office at nine. Well, that sounds saucy. I won't warn you again. And take this. And don't get a paper cut. Can't be bothered filling out the forms. This reminds me of someone. She's cheery, isn't she? Yesterday marked Jonesy's 27th radio anniversary, rights management. Australia Day in 1990. He started on 6KA Karatha. I did, you know. Today's Five for Your Flashback, songs from 1990. Oh. Whoa. the year I got married. Really? Yeah. What, what did you have as your wedding waltz? I didn't, had, I, I didn't do a wedding. Did you have like any bad English? When I see you smile. Did you have No, that? I didn't have a wedding waltz. We had, I, I think we had, you know, Vivaldi, not himself, yeah. I know I'm old, <laughs> like the ago? Four Seasons, I think, playing as I walked down the well, beach. Four Seasons? Oh, I don't know. No, you no, 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 but he's, he, the, Vivaldi had a concerto yeah. called the Four Seasons. I thought you had the chicken dance at your wedding. <laughs> no, Brendan, no, I didn't have that. Anyway. Oh, so songs from 1990. Mm-hmm. Time for the Guru. Remember that? Guru Josh? No. 1990. Time for the Guru. What's that? Well, I'm not, not one of my selections. Maybe you should pick that. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh, I'll do. Pick I'll that. pick that one. And the chicken dance. Some sad news yesterday when we heard that Mary Tyler Moore had passed away. Mm. This woman symbolised a lot of things for a lot of woman, women. It was a groundbreaking TV show, The Mary Tyler Moore Show. I know that Chelsea Handler and Tina Fey have attributed so much of their own ethos to Mary Tyler Moore. And in that TV show, we tend to forget, this show was on air in the 70s. It's the first time ever there was a female, she worked at a TV station, a female who had work relationships with men. She had colleagues. She wasn't just playing someone's wife, someone's girlfriend, someone's secretary. They discussed the pill in that program. They discussed the the fact that she uh, was paid less than her colleagues, absolutely groundbreaking. And I couldn't help myself. I had to look at the opening titles yesterday. I had such a flashback. Make it all seem worthwhile. He's not hitting many notes. With each glance in the And then she throws a hat in the air at the end, remember? Yeah, I remember the hat. Here we go. But this woman inspired Oprah, she inspired everybody, and I put something on Instagram yesterday saying, rest in peace, what an inspiration she'd been. 
And Wendy Darling 67 uh, commented, and I, I felt every word she wrote. She said, I woke up to this news this morning that Mary Tyler Moore, uh, about Mary Tyler Moore and I cried. She was my hero, particularly as Mary Richards. I wanted to be her. She was strong and independent. It appealed to me in the 70s when I knew nothing of feminism. I just knew I wanted to be Mary and live in that apartment. Rest mm. in peace. I think we all felt like that, this aspirational woman. So thank you, Mary Tyler Moore. You know, when Carol Burnett dies, mm. my other hero, oh, I'll ball for a week. I thought that Carol Burnett was dead. No! No, oh, she's no, no, not. I'm not, I'm not sure. But, you know. Remember that time I was on a plane? There was me and other passengers, yeah. Carol Burnett and ZZ Top. Good Lord. What a strange <laughs> triumvirate. <laughs> if that plane went down, I wouldn't have copped a mention. <laughs> Well, our fight for your flashback category today uh, goes back to the year that you started in radio, Brendan. Yeah, rock and roll, I gave you all the best years of my life. Time calls, I gave you all the best 27 years 27 years in this business. So 27 years ago, yesterday, yep. your radio career began, mm-hmm. 6KA Caratha, yep. which is in northwest Western, Western Australia, Australia, where the men are men and the women are men too, mm. um, and you and drink emu bitter. And so, what shift were you doing? Nights, six till midnight. Six till midnight. And I did that. I did that for two years. I kept getting passed over because in the time I was there, there was a revolving door of managers. So the radio station manager would be there, and he'd go, "Mate, we're going to get you off nights. We're going to put you on mornings." And then he'd go. And then you go, no, I've got big plans. You, you were going to stay on nights. So I just, I, I just kept staying on When you nights. left there, were you still on nights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, ended up, uh, just, I ended up pulling the pin mm. on the place and, and I went for a job in uh, 2NM Musclebrook, mm. uh, which was just, it wasn't even a radio shift. I, I, I was that desperate to get out of there in the end. I, I just set a tape out and I was, would have been doing production, not actually being on air. But in the time yeah. that it took me to get from Caratha to Musselbrook, someone left, so all of a sudden I was doing afternoons. You belong on air. Even I from your very air. first day, 27 years ago, mm-hmm. you had the gift. Good morning, Brennan Jones with you for another Sunday morning. Coming up, we've got some news and info for you at 8 o'clock. Uh, following that, we're going to keep on continuing with all the tapo <laughs> music we've been playing this morning. Keep on continuing. Keep on continuing. It gets worse. Forgot to mention it's Kimbo's 21st uh, yesterday. Bit of a belated birthday call for Kim. Kim is our traffic girl. Happy 21st, Bim. Kim. Kim. (laughs) I bet a good night last night. Big night there at uh, Kim's Do. (laughs) So you called it Kimbo, then Bim. Get (laughs) out, Bim. <laughs> oh, okay. You know how much more of this? Oh, yes, I do, and I'll <laughs> filter it throughout the show. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Fight for your flashback. A new year, some new challenges ahead. Oh, yes. Team Jones, he won it last year. I know, and the Sharks won. Let's face it, they're both one offs. Do you think so? What if the Sharks go back to back? And what if. Jonesy goes back to back. Yeah, you're talking about yourself in the third person, and it's only week one. Jonesy's very pleased with that. Is he? Well, today's flashback yes. came down from management earlier about your radio anniversary. Exactly. They wrote, uh, yesterday marked Jonesy's 27th radio anniversary. Australia Day in 1990. He started at 6KA Caratha. Today's fight for your flashback songs from 1990. What have you gone with? Well, I remember in 1990 starting my radio career and watching Hey Hey It's Saturday, as everyone used to do. You know, they should bring that show back. I'll start a Facebook Let's page. get a Facebook campaign. Anyway, there was great buzz about Skyhooks getting back together. Do you remember the buzz? No. There was huge buzz. What song would they release? They released this. Well, we're up on the Arctic coast. 
Simon still couldn't play guitar, but they rocked. I do like that song, mm. but I've gone with a song. This guy was a one-hit wonder, but what a hit it was. This was uh, number three yes. in the ARIA charts in 1990. I love this song. It's great to hear this again. Peter Blakely crying in the chapel. This is good. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, are you going to play the whole song? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Well, I hope. Pride cometh before the fall, my deluded friend. Does it? Hello, Greg at Fairfield. How are you? Not too bad, Jonesy. Yourself? Happy New Year. All the best for Christmas. Thank you. I'm here too, Greg, but let's not worry about that. Yes, I was including you in that. I know, Greg. Five for your flashback. What do you want to hear today? Oh, I thought I might listen to a bit of jukebox in Siberia. All right. Greg remembers the buzz. (laughs) Huge buzz around that song. Uh, Kerry's in Barella. Fight for your flashback, Kerry. Good morning, Jonesy. Amanda, how are you? Very well. I'm voting for Amanda. Thank you, you. Nadine's in Plumpton. Hello, Nadine. Hi, how are you? Good. What song do you want to hear, Nadine? Of course, it has to be Skyhooks and Jonesy all the way. Yes. Does it? Of course. Of all right, course. fair enough. Don't, Irene's don't get snippy in, with, No, there's don't no get snippy snippy with Nadine. Irene's in Riverston. Fight for your flashback, Irene. Good morning, Josie and Amanda. I'd like to vote for Amanda. Peter Blakely, crying in the chapel. Excellent. Well, Thank you, Irene. Cheryl's in Glenmore Park. Hello, okay, Cheryl. Okay, Cheryl. Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Very well. It's time to come down to this. It's the year of the Jonesy. It won't be the year of the shark, but the year of Jonesy. This is a very bad portent. But it's not a bad portent. It's super. That's what it is. (laughs) It's important. Let's all gather around and join in the buzz. Oh, yeah. The big buzz of this song. Sing it, Cheryl. It's 22 past 7. W.S. This could be possibly a news story that Sarah might have missed, so I'll pick up the slack. A man brazenly made off with a $1,700 Fender guitar from a shop in Texas by stuffing it in his pants. A guitar? A guitar, a Fender, no less. Police in Fort Worth are now looking for the thief after he was caught on surveillance guitar, a video at a guitar centre shoving the guitar into his pants and putting the neck of the guitar under his shirt. So he actually got away with it? He got away with it. You know, I got accused of stealing a musical instrument in my pants once. What was it? It was an oboe. Mm. But on further inspection, that was just me. (laughs) He's stolen a piccolo, everyone. (laughs) An important weekend. I know it was Australia Day. Yep. Well, during the week. And also your radio anniversary. I'll fight Mm. for your flashback. Reference that. Songs from the year you started in radio, 1990. I know. And my maths is so bad. I thought, oh, 17 years. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time. And then one of my kids said, it's not 17 years, Dad. It's 27 years. And you've been gainfully employed uh, ever since. Seven radio stations and with probably like a weekend off in between each each one. 
You know? So you were chased out of town, ran yeah. straight into another <laughs> job. By locals with pitchforks and backs of utes. So the first job you had was uh, doing the doing nights from 6 till midnight, was yep. it? For, at 6KA Karatha. 6KA Karatha. And this morning we've been sharing some of the beautiful moments from those days. It's 10 to 8 now. The Karatha and District's RSL conduct bingo every Friday night in the Harding Lodge. Doors open at 7pm, eyes down at 8, and everyone's welcome. Eyes down. yourself some money, perhaps. Perhaps. Eyes okay. down at eight? What does that even Eyes mean? Eyes down and when you look at your little bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> this was my favourite, though. Forgot to mention it's Kimbo's 21st uh, yesterday. Bit of a belated birthday call for Kim. Kim is our traffic girl. Happy 21st, Bim. Kim. Kim. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a good lot night last night. Big oh. night there at uh, Kim's Do. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Look, I'm sorry, but that was your first radio station. You're allowed to make mistakes. Sure. You know, 27 years later... You are the master. Hello, it's Jonesy and Amanda. Oh, Jonesy. Jamesy. Jonesy really? and Amanda. Hello there, it's Jonesy and Amata with Nat... Amata? <laughs> with Natalie and Brulia. The on. show's going to be oh, no, called just What's the Matter? It's Jonesy and a radio... And a radio? <laughs> you know, this kills me. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> and that you know. doesn't even touch on the oh, time what? calls. It's 13 past eight. Seven. Seven. Doesn't count. It's 11 to, uh, 11 to 8. It's 21 to 8. Cripes. Just relax. It's 3 to 6, 7. 3 to 7, so that doesn't count. It's 21 to 9, 8. It's 21 to 8. Yeah. Jeez, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't improved at all. How the hell have I managed to stay in this I job for 27 no years? I have no idea. Careful, we didn't bring in a spittoon. <laughs> Sharpen your knives because My Kitchen Rules is heading our way again. The season is set to deliver more drama, more competition, more Frenchies and more great food. We are joined, of course, by Manu Fidel. Hello, Manu. Bonjour. Bonjour. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. has been boasting about he, how at the launch of My Kitchen Rules the other night, he sat next to your parents yeah. and he said that they didn't speak much English, but then he seemed to have quite a long conversation well, with you, them. Your mum and I have formed a bit of a bond and we were talking about a sausage. Because hang on, hang on. Yes, exactly. Hang we, on. We went over to, uh, to to France in the middle of the year, and my youngest son were at this restaurant, and there was this. It was this sausage, and he ordered it, and the waiter said, "Are you sure? Are you sure you want that?" <laughs> and Dom said, I, "I want this." Brought this sausage, and it looked good, but he cut it open, and it smelt like bottom. It smelt like a. Did big, it have big chunks of meat in and it? And it was. And, and my mother said, "Yep." Don't you like bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Manu so, was raised on I'm, that bottom. I, I've forgotten how to pronounce it. What's it called? Andouillette. Andouillette. And it's a it's a tripe pig po, pig tripe sausage. But what do you mean? Ugh. I know it's funny because I don't even know what goes into sausages, so I don't know why. No, no, but the, this one is is the intestines of the pig that have been washed and cleaned and cooked, mm, yeah. and then pulled into. A sausage casing, and it's from Lyon originally, from from the centre of France, and, and it is it is kind of kind of gamey in some ways. <laughs> it's a little aromatic. Yes, but it's one of my favourites. You know, when I used to own Letoile restaurant in Paddington, I I was trying to get my butcher to make some, and it was really tough. He couldn't get the right part, and but he didn't kind of put it together, and I put tripe sausage on the menu didn't sell one the next day I put pork sausage I sold the whole lot <laughs> did you say did you just call it something else yeah it was still pork mm. yeah but it was, I didn't 
telling Sneaky. me what's from... Yeah. <laughs> they all loved it, though. This season, according to the promos, looks like it's it, it, every year gets more and more extreme in terms of how good the cooking is, how much people feud. This year, apparently there's a romance between teams. Is there? Apparently so. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> as long as it's not between judges and teams. Well, there you go. Or you know between I mean? the two judges. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, there's been a bromance between Peter and I for, for ages, mm-hmm. really. But uh, yes, there's, there are apparently, uh, we weren't at the table at the time, but there was a little. A frissant. A pash. A, a pash. Yeah. When you see these people cooking, uh, is it at a stage now the food is that good? Do you think, as a professional chef, do you think, oh, hang on a minute, this is better than what I can make? No. <laughs> Never. Because <laughs> you're no, more arrogant they, they, than that. No, yeah, that's why I'm French. Um, no, but there, there's cuisines, of course, that I don't know. Like, like I don't know how to cook. Like, we, we've got uh, Anglo-Indian um, ladies this year. Oh, my God. I just... The, the food they produced was just out of, out of this world. And yes, you'd go, I wish I could uh, uh, know how to cook this, this dish. If you, you know? have basic skills, not saying your skills are basic, but you, yeah. you know what, what works and you know the flavours, can you transfer that to any cuisine? Like, can you, if you're shown, can you cook anything well? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like my, my wife, is, or to be, is uh, Malaysian, and and she's, her mom's Chinese, and that's Sri Lankan. So, in that book that uh, that we talked about last time... I've been cooking recipes from that. Thank you. Um, there's dishes there that I know how to cook now, mm. but the, the French... Uh, technique and the Asian techniques are completely different. Well, the French technique is you stop for a pash in the middle of each meal, yeah, you, don't you? you? And you drink a glass of wine. Yes, and you, you dance a little bit, but no, but and you, you smoke know, like, a galois. Like, for example, we've got onion, garlic, and wine in every dishes. And ice cream. You know. <laughs> <laughs> onion and garlic ice cream is great. And then they, they've got the, the lemongrass, the mm. ginger, the garlic. So it's kind of yeah. same, same, but different. Mm. Yeah. And then you've always got that sausage to fall on. Mm. Bot, bot sausage. Yeah, bot sausage. <laughs> bot, bot sausage. Um, my Kitchen Rule starts Monday, 7.30 on Channel 7. Exciting. Bonjour, my... Uh, no, what is Au revoir. It? Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Merci, mon ami. I was reading this story about a truck driver. Uh, this guy was transporting drugs. He had kilos of meth, cocaine, ecstasy. He was driving from Sydney to Western Australia, so he's, this was the deal. He'd put the drugs, he'd hide it somewhere in the truck, mm. do that long-haul driving. And he was part of an interstate syndicate that's been busted wide open, in part, by a seven-foot can- kangaroo. So there he was, driving along. He was a principal courier for this gang. Um, in, so he hid a stash of thousands of dollars worth of drugs in the gear transmission box of the truck. Really? So is that the bit under the gears, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's the gearbox. Yeah, so he's hidden it in the gearbox. Jeez. And then on one of these trips, his vehicle carrying these drugs was badly damaged in a collision with a huge kangaroo near Broken Hill. He himself told an associate that the roo was the biggest beep I've ever seen. <laughs> It was nearly seven foot tall. Wow. Soft as a downy chick. So this damage forced that car off the road. He had to get a new vehicle. He was also stashing drugs in that. So on his next run, he gets caught in this new vehicle. But he gets off on bail, or he's stopped, arrested and released on bail. Then he tries to track down the old one, which by now is in an auction site. And the police are tapping his phone and they think, why is he so desperate to find the old truck? And there they are. They find the stash. So... The kangaroo brought that syndicate to its knees. Yeah. Would have made a very interesting episode of Skippy. It was like Skippy on Miami Vice. You don't mind a taste, dude. Help yourself.
just love it. You've just got you all excited. Hey, what the hell's going on here, man? Skippy's a good shot. Yeah. Skippy would be a good mule. Because he's got that little, you know, pouchy mm. bit. Mm. So you put all your drugs in No, there. he's on the side of good, well, Brendan. He could be a corrupt skip. He is from New South Wales, after all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's saving lives by day. He's a television spunk by night. We're talking about the head lifeguard of the Bondi Rescue Team. We know him as Hoppo. He has a real name, which is Bruce Hopkins. He joins us now. Hoppo, hello. Hello, Amanda. How are you? Hop- I'm very well. So, Hoppo, what's been happening down there beachside? Oh, mate, we've had uh, the usual uh, rescues. We've had the, the, you know, the board riding injuries. We've had uh, spinal injuries. We've had uh, you know, plenty of things that have been going on. No one's been bitten on the doodle, though, again, like that guy when the dog oh, got yeah, him on his right. old fella. No, we haven't had one like that, but we've had um, a sea snake this year. So there's been a sea snake coming, but it didn't bite anyone. Are they the most venomous things in the universe? Well, they say they are. There was a yellow belly uh, snake, so they thought uh, oh. it was the, the most venomous around. Really? Oh. This has been an incredibly hot summer. Has that made things more difficult for you? Yeah, it has. It's been um, a lot of 30-plus degree days, and we've had 30,000, 40,000 people down the beach, so mm. it has made it a lot busier uh, over the Christmas period than we usually do. The, the thing is that 85% of the people who you are rescuing are, tu- are tourists or non-locals, so you can teach everyone in Sydney how to, how to survive in the ocean at Bondi Beach, but every year you're going to get the same problems, aren't you, because it's a new influx of people. Yeah, there's a new, you know, influx that comes through all the time and we, we try and teach people and, and educate people to, to float and, and if they float, they can uh, float onto the sandbank within three to four minutes. So you're saying if you get yourself in trouble, float and you'll actually find your way to shore? Yeah, if you float, you'll float across with the rip and then within probably three to four minutes we've, we've worked out that uh, you'll be standing without any assistance and you can walk back in. So mm. don't fight against it, just mm. go with it and... Just be able to float. So if I wanted to be a lifeguard, what do I have to do? Say I want to get a beer. I, I show up there at Bondi you've Beach. You've got to be a spunk to start with. Yeah, well, yeah, you've got to be. A th- that's, that's, that's a given, so I've passed that test. <laughs> so, so what else do I have to do? Well, you're really, yeah, well and truly past that. So you really need to um, be able to handle the rescue board quite well and swim uh, you know, 800 metres under 13 minutes and, and do the, the physical tests as well. So if you can pass that, Jonesy, you're on. That's, you uh, also will be filmed bending over on a board a lot. I don't know if you're up for that. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be wearing my little wicked weasel bikini. <laughs> Yeah, I've got visions of it. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> uh, Bondo Rescue returns this Sunday night, 6.30 on 10. Hoppo, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Josie. Thanks, Amanda. Everybody shout. Come on now, sing out. It's time for the ghoulies get together. You can always email us at ghouliejam at wsfm.com.au. This is one we got from Jade of Glebe. What gets my ghoulies is working on public holidays. I've just moved here from Queensland and I work in retail, the retail chain I work for. It was never open in Queensland on Australia Day, but in Sydney we're open until 6. So on Australia Day I usually wind up at the beach or a party doing next to nothing, barbecuing with friends. But now I was rostered on for Australia Day, worked until 4.30, missing most of the glorious day and no customers mm. set foot in my store. We've got to adapt Queensland's slacky policies. That's what we've got to do. That's what I'm reading into that. Curse us for being so productive. 
We've also got a live ghoulie this morning. From David Akins, David Post, who works with us. He came in fuming saying, I've got yep. a ghoulie. What is it? <laughs> you, were, you were fuming. I was fuming. This is on behalf of my wife. We were watching Channel 9 News last night. Um, and me and the kids were down one end of the house. And yeah. we heard my wife swearing at the TV and throwing things around. We all ran down to see what was going on. And she'd heard a news story that uh, Usain Bolt had lost a gold medal because of... And track drug scandal, Usain Bolt stripped of Olympic gold. Yeah, I heard that. So we heard that. And she's gone mental because mm. my mother-in-law, her mother is Jamaican. Yep. So we fly the flag in our place for the, for the Jamaican runners. The kids love them and we'd heard that and she was furious. But then five minutes later when they ran the actual story... Usain Bolt has been stripped of the 4x100 metres relay gold medal he won at the Beijing Olympics after teammate Nesta Carter tested positive to a banned drug. Nesta wasn't even Carter. him. It wasn't even him, but you it know, sounded like it was him. That's right. Yeah. I ran into the lounge room when I heard that he'd been stripped. thought, how good's yeah. that? I was disappointed as you well. You wanted to see those mahogany shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> good ghoulie posty. Yeah, thank you. Look at you bringing your own grabs and material onto yeah, the show. Yeah. What do you, don't, don't make you it, can't win, you know. Don't get showing us up, Davey no. Dakins. No. Gunning for my own show. <laughs> the Davey <laughs> Dakins show. Starring <laughs> Davey Dakins. At least he's open with his ambitions. <laughs> yeah. Out with the bad and with the good if Egypt out, doesn't matter. You can always email us, jamwsvim.com.au. Anyone else that works here want to get on the radio? They're all nodding their heads. We are back for 2017, man. It's been a busy, busy week. Look at Jim Dolan. He has been busy working like a slave, a happy slave, mm. to give us this. Jimbo's jibber-jabber. 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 The year started well. Amanda had a little work done on her eyebrows. Jonesy, as usual, handled a new look with a prop. So they're full on for the first week, but then it all just goes net back to normal. Yeah. So this is just the first that week. That won't always them. look like that. Like what? Like they do now. They're just prominent. That's they are prominent. You're not used to it. No, I'm not used to it. That's all. That's like when they painted Luna Park mm. and then you know, it got a little bit weathered. Mm. I'm not saying you look like Luna Park. No, I need to wait to be a bit weathered. <laughs> yeah, and we're off and running. While on her holidays, Amanda turned into extreme moots with a bit of bungee jumping. It's not easy being extreme. But the worst thing is, before you do it, you have to stand fully clothed, as at least shoes everything, and yeah. in giant texture, they write your weight on the back of your hand. <laughs> Stuck there all day. So I couldn't lick it off. I tried for ages. <laughs> so after Christmas eating and all that kind yeah. of stuff, I had 66 written on the back of my hand. And then as I'm upside down doing the bungee, I think, oh, great. People are going to think I'm 99 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday papers had a list of TV stars that have to step up to justify their million-dollar salaries. Even our old mate Carl Stefanovic didn't escape scrutiny. But I was just reading about Carl. So, you know, remember he showed the verdict? They shelved that last year. Uh, and uh, 60 Minutes. I'm, I'm worried about 60 Minutes. Why? That's, well, that's his last thing. That's his big thing. And already Carl has upped the ante. He's going hard with the big gung-ho questions. This is just him and Liz having a conversation. Did you eat your own placenta? Oh, get out. 60 Minutes. <laughs> that was just in the tea room. Gee, the catering at Channel 9 is really bad. <laughs> Seems you two had a bit of a bum rap over the holidays. Jonesy damaged his, and Amanda had hers cheap.
checked out. This is so typical of you to one-upmanship. You knew that on the weekend I was having a colonoscopy, and so you've chosen to oh, yeah. feel the bum glory. This is your fantastic voice. When someone puts a camera up your bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's called a colonoscopy. It's not someone puts a camera up your bum. It's a <laughs> Channel 9 promo for a current affair tonight. Mike Willisy in tow. <laughs> Putting your foot in the door. <laughs> and our new premier was on the show. Some folk have some trouble pronouncing her surname. Um, Glennis, I can't pronounce her last name. Gladys Blueser. Gladys Berejiklian. That is so cute. That is really cute. I remember when I first got elected, I couldn't fit my surname on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> She'll always be Gladys B to me. This has been Jimbo's Jibber Jabber. Well, that show was pretty good. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wipe the tear, baby, tear from your eyes. A podcast of today's show is available for download from wsfm.com.au. Goodbye. Goodbye.